What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I got my co-host, Ava Gore, here with me tonight. We also got Natalie Miranda. Before we start this episode, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all your podcasting platforms that you may have. And let's get this party started. All right. It's good to have Ava on the show with us tonight. And Natalie, you know what? I reached out to you on TikTok, right? Yeah. Which I do to some artists. And you actually responded. Of course. And I, don't know if, I don't even know if you knew who we were, what we did, but we were friends on there. And I was like, I got to ask her this question. And here you are with. So tell us a little bit about your background in music and how you started off as an artist. Sure. Um, so my my parents love music. So I grew up with amazing records being played in the house. You know, from Whitney to Madonna, uh, lots of Greek music because I'm 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 Greek Cypriot, uh, born in London though. <laughs> um, and I started to play the piano from like uh, the age of five. Wow. And I loved the piano. But secretly, I loved to sing and I never told anybody. I was really, really shy. Um, my parents didn't even know, to be honest. Really? Uh, yeah, they didn't know. Like, I, I used to sing in my room and turn up my, my radio, like, really loud so no one could hear me singing. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I've been writing songs since I was really young as well, since about nine years old. And just kind of, I was a little bit kind of aimless for, for many years. I didn't really know where I was headed or what my style would be or what my sound would be. Um, and, uh, everything happened a little bit late for me, to be honest. Um, so you decided yeah. not to do heavy metal, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was, I, I, I'm much more inspired. I actually don't mind a bit of heavy metal every now and then, but not to sing it. <laughs> but, um, I was much more inspired by, by bands like Freddie Mercury is my idol. So bands like Queen, um, uh, 80s artists specifically like Whitney and uh you know Madonna and older than that in the in forms of Aretha Etta James uh just loads of different influences but definitely in the soul and kind of uh sort of blues sort of maybe soft rock vibes I'd okay say. cool <laughs> it's a, hey, you probably, you're probably similar to that huh um Sure. No. I was going to say, <laughs> it is interesting, though, that you say that things happen a little late for you because most people, you know, don't start playing at five and don't start writing songs at nine. So yeah. in a way, things started early, but. She was just late. shy about it then, maybe, huh? You just, yeah. You, oh, yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah, want yeah. to put it I'm out I'm just there. saying it's interesting that. Yeah, I, 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 I probably should rephrase it. I mean, I started learning an instrument very young, but right, in right. terms of singing, I didn't actually sing in public until I was 15 and just like karaoke, you know. <laughs> um, but, the, but even then it took me, I would say, into my early 30s to really, really find what I wanted to do and my sound and to stop wanting to sound like other people and to just accept 
what I am and and what my style is like. So yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know, you so, and yeah. you have a very like your voice when you sing does not sound like how you talk. No, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, did, was did you develop that over time? Was that kind of just naturally, uh, just just the way you sounded? It, you, it, what, well, it, it turned out that that is how I sound, but it took me a long time to find it because I never really had singing like vocal lessons or anything till I was sort of 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then it was, was, wasn't with the right teacher. I didn't really meet that teacher till I was in my early 20s. So wow. I was singing from the wrong place and I wasn't using my chest voice what came out was like this really kind of pretty sound, you know, and it never kind of felt me. I always felt like there was something more that I had to give. And then I discovered it and then it took me, you know, X amount of time to develop it and stuff like that. But, but a lot of people ask me, are you putting it on? I'm like, why would I put it on? That's, that is how I sing. (laughs) So, yeah. I wish I knew how to sing. I mean, literally, Ava, I wish I found my voice. Ava, actually, if, if anyone who's watched this can go back on YouTube, and there's actually a video of Ava trying to give me singing lessons. Oh. And it is horrible. Like, <laughs> horrible. But, I think, yeah, yeah, I wish I, think... I could sing. I have a lot, lots of things to, to say. So, I, you know, in your music, I was listening to Is This Love. I've been listening to it the last few days, uh, just kind of getting a feeling for, for the song and for you in the song. Do you write the music also in the in the song uh, i write the melodies in the lyrics and then okay. my uh, my co-writer and producer creates the track around it okay so do you come yeah. up with the song first or do you come up with the music does the music happen then the song or do the lyrics come first and he writes around that it's nearly always me that starts off with <laughs> the melody and the lyrics yeah <laughs> and i'm like hey i've got this thing you know and then we sit down and kind of work it out so I always find that interesting, like everyone's different answer for that question, because like yeah. I, I personally need music first. I okay. can't like write lyrics and then like form a song to it for some reason. So like I, okay. I think it's really cool when I meet someone that's the opposite. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, like for me, uh, you know, because I do write lyrics, though, and I often need the music to speak to me to create what. I want, not that I'm very creative, but I need the music to speak to me on what I want to say. But, you know, I guess you, some people just have it in them just to be creative and just to write, you know, stuff that's in their mind. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, I as I say, that's, that's how I work mostly. But there are times I do a lot of, um, of dance music, like house music for DJs and, and producers, and they'll send me a track and be like put something on this so I have to work with what they've given me so it kind of works in both ways just depends on what the project is but you how prefer old? writing the melody and lyrics first yes yeah how, how old were you when or how long have you did you when did you decide that you wanted to make a career out of this like when did you get serious and start writing music under Natalie Miranda that the one that we have now on Spotify and YouTube and everywhere yeah <laughs> Uh, I would say probably about 17 or 18, like once I'd overcome that initial kind of fear of singing in public and stuff like that, uh, then I kind of sat down and I would start to really write, you know, proper songs. And, and uh, I went to a local studio and, you know, they would put the, the music down for me and stuff like that. And But I, I mean, it's complete. It's definitely evolved since those days. <laughs> but I think that's, that's was when I was really kind of like, OK, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to go under, you know this name and which is actually my name 
just yeah, so. okay. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> but you know I'm going to take my first name and my middle name and that's going to be my artist name and and this is what I'm going to do so <laughs> when you got on TikTok because I know you're on TikTok and you have a, quite a big following on there right did that help you do you think boost your listeners uh was that the point of being on TikTok was for that reason um yeah I mean I think like everyone I joined it in 2020 um and I didn't really know what it was about what the deal was with it or anything and I I I did it I went about it all in the wrong way I was copying what other people were doing I was doing dances and all those silly trends and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that think, yeah. you know what I mean and and, and that isn't yeah. actually me it's not I'm not like that I don't you know, I, I would spend ages putting makeup on every day to do these ridiculous videos and things like that. And that's not me. That's not me at all. So at the end of at the end of 2020, I deleted that account and I created a brand new account, which is the one you've got. We've got now. Right. And uh, I'm just 100 percent me. There are videos with me not wearing any makeup. I sing what I want. I say what I want. And ultimately, my, my frame of mind was like, if people sort of get me or like my music or my voice, they will, you know, they'll come and that's fine. But I can't pretend to be something I'm not. And I think right. that kind of worked because, yeah, I've not gone like viral or anything like that. But I think the people that are there really like my music and yeah. they, they like my, my sort of approach to things. And I think that means more to me than, you know, I, yeah. yeah. I really respect what you just said. <laughs> oh, thank you. Personally, <laughs> I don't understand TikTok because there are so many people on there doing exactly what you were doing at first. Yeah. And I just, I don't get it. But thank you for just like being honest about it and saying that like that wasn't me and now I am me. Like most people can't do that. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, on my TikTok, I kind of do a little bit of everything, but that's because that is me. I just like, yeah. I just, do, I just like do, you know, and Ava, even like on Instagram, Ava will say, you got to just have it like, you know, for the loud spot and this. And I'm like, I don't care. I just, she even created a, a separate, t a separate Instagram account for the loud spot. And I don't use it. I still <laughs> just use my other one. <laughs> I think with you though, you don't have a filter. So like you can't be anyone but yourself. Yeah, you that's wanted right. somebody else. <laughs> Good or bad, take it or leave it, you know? <laughs> It is what it is. All right, what inspired is this love? And you do such a great act. We're going to play the music right here in a little bit. You okay. do such a great, like, just acting and your personality in the video really shows you what inspired you to write that song. Um, 80s pop music that I grew up with. And in yeah. particular, we used as a reference, uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, both visually and uh, sonically. I, I just love that song and I love the, the, the energy and I, I, I had it all in my head. And so, you know, we got into the studio, this room, <laughs> and um, <laughs> kind of just made that happen. With, with still obviously some modern sounds and more kind of synth sounds, but there are some uh, old sounds in there as well, like uh, samples yeah. and stuff like that. But that, that's what it was. I, I, I love the 80s. I'm obsessed with the 80s. And I, and I wish that I was like 20 years older to have lived through them. <laughs> so like um, I wanted to just do a tribute to my favorite decade. And the song itself is about sort of uh, having a crush when you're in your teens and you don't know what to what the other person's thinking. Yeah. And it's all a bit kind of awkward. And, and you see that in the video. There's like a really awkward date happening and everything. Things are going wrong. And. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to do something really fun and upbeat. And it was very different to any songs I've released so far. 
Um, but people have responded to it really well. So I'm, I'm happy about that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love the eighties myself. Like when I watch eighties movies, I'm like, you know, and I was really young in the eighties, but it's like, it just gives me this feeling of, of comfort for something. Yeah, you know? It really does. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's check out. Is this love Natalie Miranda? Here we go. Let's oh, check it yeah. out right okay. now. Here we go. about that video (laughs) your facial expressions like when you're like laying on the bed you're making those eye movements or whatever like did you have to redo that a bunch of times to get the right look because it's literally the most perfect look you could have given during that video it's fucking awesome (laughs) 
Thank you. No, I mean, the, 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 the shots in, in the bedroom were, were really, they didn't take that long at all. Like we just, we did several takes like just to have backup or whatever, but it was literally just me having fun and just enjoying acting and being an 80s, an 80s girl, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was you a lot of fun. You referenced the 80s with the telephone. That telephone was my grandma's. And, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, the if you look on my bedside table, there's some 80s items there. There's a My Little Pony mug. There is a Space Invader and uh, a little Freddie Mercury. Um, I forgot what they're called. Funko Pop. Obviously, he's not from the 80s, but it, Freddie Mercury is my idol. So I had to have him in there somewhere. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I tried to reference it as much as I could. <laughs> that is, I mean, like you're... The way the acting is, that video, the song and the video go very well together. So whoever made that video and, and, and produced it and was that, did you have a lot of influence in what you wanted to do or did somebody else come with that idea? No, the ideas are always mine for the videos. And, and I knew I wanted to have like a flashback to the date and then kind of, you know, a present after the date kind of uh, scene. But director david bran is um he's the guy that's done all my videos and he's amazing and he gets all my visions and he kind of brings them to life and and it's all on like a budget as well but he's so good at what he does uh, you know it's yeah i'm very lucky <laughs> for some reason it reminds me of like a modern uh music video like um girls just want to have fun yeah, yeah yeah exactly that's exactly the vibe exactly yeah awesome <laughs> i love that music video <laughs> both of them the, 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 the guy in that video, um, is he just an actor or do you know who that is? Like, is that a he friend, is, boyfriend he or actor? He's a very good friend of mine. We've known each cool. other since we were 15. And he's, he is actually an actor, a singer and a stuntman, which is why he was doing oh, wow. all those crazy things. I mean, that he did so many more things, but they didn't make the final cut. Like, he was leaping into that ball pit. He was lifting me up and throwing me in. And, and, I mean, just like, <laughs> it was so much fun, like... Watching that back, I was laughing so much because the whole day was laughter. It was almost impossible to, to just, like, stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and he's a very good friend of mine, and that's what made it a lot easier to, to do it, yeah. And this is probably a bad idea, but in my head, it's a good idea. Like, like it, it was like, oh, my God, what's he going to say? <laughs> I think if you just made, like, you know, 25 versions of that, like, on a single cassette actual tape, and try right. to sell them to your fans. I think it'd be kind of neat to have something like that just to to go with the I, flow. Maybe that's a bad idea. I don't know. No, I would love, I mean, I'm very retro. I would love to do that. Cassette, vinyl, I would love to do <laughs> You know that people, we struggle to sell CDs these days because people don't have anything to play CDs in. Exactly, exactly. I think this is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, or, or cassette days, I guess, probably, yeah. probably yes, even exactly. harder. But it'd be more of a novelty item, right? Like CDs are not a novelty item. It's still a thing, right? Yeah. But cassettes yeah. Aren't, like nobody makes cassettes anymore. So then it becomes novelty, almost yeah. like a record player. You know, it'd be yeah. like making an eight track player uh, or like an eight track that no one's ever going to play. Yeah. But just to have it might be kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, people will start buying them as like decor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you could sign them and sell them, sell them for a lot more. Um, do you, so I know, so you said you did not have a, a label or a management team, right? But you do, or do, do you have a team that surrounds you that helps you uh, advertise it and push out there? Um, 
only when I release a single. So when every time I release a single, there's a PR company here in London that I I, I engage to to do a big push for me uh, from the day it comes out for about sort of four weeks, a period of four weeks. But otherwise, it's just me every single day doing my wow. thing on, on social media and, uh, you know, trying to contact uh, blogs and, I don't know, uh, playlists or whatever. You know, it's a 24-7 thing. So, you know, that, that's the only time that I will engage someone else when I'm releasing a single. What would you say the next big thing you are trying to accomplish is? Mm. Oh, um, you know, I would really love to have a Natalie Miranda band. I've never had a band for me. It's usually when I go out and gig here in London, I, I use backing tracks, my backing tracks, or I'll get a friend to play guitar for me or something like that. Um, but it's not the same. My, my, my songs, they do work well acoustically, but they are kind of, they, they need the full band to mm-hmm. kind of get the full message across. Um, yeah. I think, I, think so, a full, I think a full band when you're on stage uh gives more energy to the crowd you know like you can sing with your track but if the the, a lot of art pop artists and hip-hop artists will just do their thing but a lot of times they will have a hired band yeah um you know and it just feeds the energy to the crowd a little bit more when and you know i yeah i think it does yeah Yeah. i I would would really like that because i'm 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 um i'm quite a kind of I'm very energetic performer and quite physical as well, kind of like moving around and doing, you know, my thing. And when it's just me and a guitarist, it, I, I look crazy. You know, I'm just, he's just going like this and I'm going, ah, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It, I just need that. People need to understand what the, what the full production is and what the, what I'm a, I think the only way to do that is if I had a band, but I'm not in a position to, to pay musicians all the yeah. time for that, unfortunately. Um, but that's what I would love. That was one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> have you gone? Have you ever gone on like like tour, you know, and, and toured like multiple uh, areas? I've never done that. No, just because I don't have anyone to back me, and um, you know, I, I can't really go out with backing tracks. I I use them as and when I need to, but I mm. I love live musicians and live music, and that's what I'm kind of praying for and waiting for. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone that you can find that's just passionate about music that you don't have to pay. Yeah, I, I've, I mean, I have tried, believe me. And I think okay. um, I, I didn't grow up around sort of like-minded people amongst my friends and family and stuff. I was like the, the odd one out. Like they all wanted to do, you know, go to school, go to university, graduate, get the house and all that kind of stuff. But that wasn't what I wanted to do. And I never went to a stage school or anything like that. So I never had uh anyone that those kind of contacts and this was before you know like the internet and stuff like that so Mm. you know it was so much harder back then so uh yeah I didn't have that luxury um but you know I have tried many times but I don't know maybe it's it's just it's not happened yet but I I hope it will (laughs) I I think personally I you know you're true to yourself you can tell that when you when when I'm speaking to you you know who you are you know you want what you want to accomplish I want to be surprised if somebody reaches out to you and just wants to help you out on their dime because they believe mm-hmm. in what you're doing you have enough you know you have l- good uh following on Spotify your TikTok uh your YouTube channel and speaking to you you know it's it's you're you're great so don't be surprised if somebody comes to you and just wants to pick you up and kind of take you other places i mean i i, I think oh. that that could happen oh thank I, you yeah, I, <laughs> I completely agree thank you um do you 
but you you do do shows though, right? Like in your just like local areas in your hometown, I guess. Yeah, I do. Um, so if they're kind of like charity shows or whatever, I, you know, I'll go out and do them for free locally and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of showcases in London as well for unsigned artists. Um, and uh, majority of paid shows are still obviously performing covers and stuff like that over here, sadly. <laughs> but do you mix um, your own? Do you mix your own like one song that's yours in between the covers? Um, if, I mean, it depends what kind of function it is. Like if it's a wedding or something, then I'm not going to, I can't really sort of you know, <laughs> bust out. Is this love kind of thing? <laughs> I, you know what? I, you know, what? I think you could, you know why? Because I you think, think but here's, here's the reason why it sounds familiar enough right. without, without ever hearing it before. Right. To be like yeah. listening to it now. I don't think anyone's going to disagree that it sounds familiar enough because it does have a certain vibe and certain sound to it. By the end of the song, Everyone's probably going to think they know the song anyways and start singing, True. is this love tonight? <laughs> like, I think you're all going to do that. Yeah, that's oh. <laughs> well, maybe I'll try it. I'll try it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, um, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you try it, you got, you got, you got to video it and send it to me. Okay. <laughs> Let me know how it works out. I mean, I, I, um, so yeah, I do, I do a lot of these kind of showcase gigs for unsigned artists around London. Um, but I also do work in function bands and stuff like that because they pay quite well and, uh, you know, they're fun to hang out with, you know, the, the guys in the band or whatever, but it's not really what I want to do long term. And I've actually cut back a lot on it this year. I've, I've sort of said to the, the guys, I just, you know, get someone else to sing if, if you want, but I just, I just don't want to do that. I want to just focus on my own stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> do you have a plan on how many songs you're going to come out with this year or how many music videos do for the rest of 2022? I had planned on three. So I've already released Is This Love. Um, right. There is definitely a Greek song on the way. Um, a Greek song? Yes. Uh, what, what do you to- mean a Greek song? A song, uh, I, so I wrote a song in Greek, basically, because my, my family is Greek Cypriot and it's really important oh. to me to kind of, I wanted to go back to my roots and um, just so, sort of explore that side of me. And I love Greek music as well. I've grown up with Greek music. Um, so, I mean, obviously it's, it's quite niche, obviously for people that speak Greek. But uh, I'm trying um, to think of what like yeah. Greek, Greek I, I remember that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. like a lot of clapping and stuff in Greek music, like... There is, there is, but there's like, there's lots of different styles. So the one I chose is, is a style called Varedo, which, which literally translated means heavy. And what it is, it's, you know, when you see people, the Greeks and they've got their arms up like this, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. it's a yeah. kind of, um, it's like a s- sort of mid tempo. Uh, I don't know how it, I, I always call it the Greek blues. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, but it's, it was really important to me to do that. And I, I've, I've got a, a great friend who's a Greek producer. So he put the track together for me after I'd written the melody and the lyrics. And, uh, wow. yeah, so it's, it's, it's going to be exciting because obviously it's, it's going to be targeted towards Greek speaking countries, but, um, it means a lot to me to do that. And, um, yeah, so that will be coming out. I don't know when, cause we're going to finish the, the mix right. soon. Uh, and then, yeah, at least two other original songs in English, and potentially uh, re-recording my song Catch-22 in Spanish. Oh, habla so, espanol. Sí. Si. <laughs> un, po- yeah, un poquito. You know, I should know Spanish, but I fucking don't. 
<laughs> I should. I really should know. I like my family's Puerto Rican, but I don't. I don't oh wow. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I'm a, I'm American. <laughs> I, should, I wish I knew Spanish, you know. But I don't. I speak. Just, I you know. But that's that's also you're releasing a song in Spanish, a song in in Greek. Yeah. And then some other English song. Yes. You're just doing all kinds of things. Yeah. That's cool. Doing so, I mean, I just like to keep busy. And I'm also, I mean, last year, I, I think about seven or eight dance tracks came out that I'd, I'd top-lined uh, throughout the course of 2021. Uh, and there's still actually a couple that are yet to come out from last year. And I've still got, there's more coming this year that I need to record and write on. So that's like a, a little sideline. And, and I'm usually faceless. It's usually just like mm. whoever featuring Natalie Miranda. Um, but from that, I get more more writing jobs because of the tracks that go out which is which is kind of cool so it's yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome <laughs> thank you i yeah i i think i think this was a fantastic episode i love talking yeah. with you and ava oh, ava you, you always give good input you know you always always do a fantastic <laughs> job with me on the on these episodes she normally gives me shit she didn't give me that much shit this time so i did a little bit, a little bit. did you a little I, bit yeah <laughs> Anything else you it. want to say? Anything else, uh, Natalie, that you... I almost called you Miranda, sorry. Anything sorry. else, Natalie, that you want to say to anyone who's watching this or uh, or may, may hear this episode about yourself? Um, oh, I don't know. Um, I guess if you if you like the video that you saw, uh, head over to my website, which is nataliemiranda.com. And okay. if you sign up to my mailing list, you get a free download of that song. Completely free. Um, and you also get like uh, updates on releases and gigs and stuff like that. Awesome. So. Do you have merch? <laughs> I don't actually, but I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, merch is, is especially when you start doing live concerts. You definitely gonna want to have some merch yeah. to bring with you. People love, you know, people kind of feel the hype when you're there and live. Yeah. And it's, it's easier to sell merchandise. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I, I, I want some, I would love to see you touring. I'd love to see you tour the United States. I would love uh, to I'd do love, that. <laughs> I, you know, your music career, as young as it is, um, I think you have a, a great uh, looking career ahead of you. So good Thank job. So fantastic. Much. Keep it up. Hey, do me a favor, Natalie, and stay right there. After the outro song plays, please, I got a couple questions for you after the show. Okay. Um, I do want to thank all of our listeners who listen to The Loud Spot. Once again, please, if you like this episode, uh, check us out on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all those good things. We do have a Patreon page as well. Patreon.com forward slash The Loud Spot. $3 a month does help us out and helps us. Uh, it just gives us money. So we need money. <laughs> give us, give us, I got nothing else. I got that. That's all I got. So stay right there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Peace out. <laughs> rock on. And much love. Play. This is The Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 